0: The Fuji cast is an independent loading zone production. Kev, what you're going to do with your all this free time you've got over the next couple of weeks. We didn't rehearse that at all, did we? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you, I know what you're going to do. You're going to be uh, you're going to be writing to the council complaining about your council tax going up.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I'm <laughs> going I'm going I'll probably be sat outside the uh, the cinema with a with a, a cap and uh, you know asking for 10 pence pieces from no, passing strangers. Oh, Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I had an email from the council this morning, lovely first thing in the morning, 7.30, you know, you pick your phone up, you have yeah. a, a quick glance, see yeah. what, what other things have gone wrong in the world. And the email was like, uh, yeah, we've got three things to tell you today. Uh, first thing, your bin men are on strike, and yeah. so you won't be collecting your bins for a month. Uh, your council tax is going up, and the rate of COVID in Wiltshire is much higher than the rest of the country. Oh, have a lovely day. Yeah, <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. You really, really cheered up my Friday morning.
0: And and they seem to be doing less for their money, the authority they'll charge you double, but they'll work half as hard for you, Kev. Our local refuse centre, used to be able to, to rock up after you'd done a day of, of DIY and just uh, dump everything you needed to. These days, you have to book an appointment um, eight and a half weeks ahead of when you think you might need to go, only to turn up and watch them all crowded around the telly. There's nobody there, Kev.
1: No, actually, I think that's a good thing. What? What? Hear me out, hear me out. So during COVID, that's what we had to do. The the tip stayed open, but you had to book a slot. Uh, And it was brilliant because you turned up, they checked your licence plate, you went straight in and you unloaded. Now, I have to go on. In fact, I have to go tomorrow because I've got boxes and boxes of stuff because the bin men ain't coming um, and I'll go and half of Wiltshire will be there and we'll be queuing out onto the road and you know cause accidents and people will get moody they'll go home there'll be divorces because of it you know it'll be like the diesel costs I mean good lord I don't even know if I'll be able to go because I won't be able to get any diesel because all the diesels run out because people are panicked buying and I don't know why they are panic buying because it's £1.89 in know a local petrol station and on the Isle of Wight £2.18 oh, one petrol know, station okay. was selling diesel for I, yeah, so uh, I think they should do um, scheduled check-ins at tips.
0: The, the Voice of Doom, the Fuji Cast. Kev, you, I, I think you should be—you should work for one of the tabloids. I tell you what's wrong with this world.
1: Yeah, oh, I could. <laughs> I don't. I, I could write a book.
0: <laughs> well, I just—the only thing that I find a bit strange about the tip is, you're, well, you're right actually—that you turn up to the the recycling centre, and there's nobody there, and you get straight—you get straight in. And when you when you go out there, you say, "Well, it looks a bit. It's not very busy today." Could you? And, and they say, "No, we haven't seen anybody today." So that's because you've got a cooking system. People are fly tipping stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and maybe. We yeah. Well, um, you won't get a chance to hear Kev moaning about the council every single Monday. It'll be once a month, so save them up, Kev. <laughs> for you for you for your, for your once a month thing but uh, we go to the the monthly as uh, from a couple of weeks time so this is our our last weekly for the moment if of course we um uh, we we you never know whether we might well appear, appear again if we have another world situation like covid where we went daily
1: uh yeah so I mean, this will be this is episode 222 isn't it
0: is it 222
1: Two two two. two, two, two. Um, oh, okay. Almost two years and two weeks, I think, to the date when we started, something like that.
0: Yeah, into, uh, into we did seventy-seven
1: year. consecutive daily ones. Although you did more than that because you did the Saturdays and Sundays. Well, I didn't only you?
0: did. Well, you then you joined me. I think Gemma bullied you into know. it, didn't she? I can't really remember. <laughs> she that, did. She <laughs> said, "You're doing it, Mullins." I think she did it to get get you out of her hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't really remember it. Yeah. Go upstairs.
0: Um, do your podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so two two two, and then so two two three will yeah. be uh, the on 4th the fourth of April, yeah. Monday the fourth of April. That's well, when you can expect to hear us. next.
0: And time. we're not changing the um, the format too much. It's still going to be a little bit of a chin wag about what's happened with Kev, with Kev's week with the council, um, and then uh, into our questions as always from Facebook and also your emails. And we'll have a guest. The book comes back, uh, but we have thought we might go and do a few more things out out and about. Um, yeah. We we might actually do a few street things a few street things talking of which kev i noticed that you um I, I know that this one's probably full up but you're uh I got the email this morning saying some spaces left on the on the street courses.
1: Yeah, it did fill up, but I will be adding some more. Um, I had a cancellation actually. It was somebody from Germany oh. who um, can no longer make it. So, a oh. uh, quick email went out for cancellation, and it, it, it sold out. But I do have other workshops available if you do wish. <laughs> um, and on that point, if you are if you do really really want to hear my dulcet tones, you can on the. 28th of March, I think I'm doing a, a free webinar for Ben Q. Um, so I think it'll be about 5pm UK time.
0: Ah, so so there we go. For, for the Mullins devout, devout followers, he's never far from your ears.
1: You're going to have to gin up on your Ben Q knowledge, Kev. I'm not. I'm talking about. Documentary Wedding Photography. Oh, yep. right. It's sponsored I did. by BenQ. Right, okay. Ben, yeah, so that's 28th of March, 5pm. <laughs> Just type in BenQ webinars. I thought for a minute it. you were teaching but
0: us to... how to use the BenQ monitors and the paddle. And no,
1: all no, the rest no, 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 no. It's not. It's about wedding photography. Right, 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 right. right. Um, but talk, talking about catastrophes with talks, I was booked in last night to do a talk for uh, a Norwegian camera club. A Norwegian uh, camera club? Yeah. On Endry, I think his name is, who listens to the show. Yeah. And, uh, Endra, 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 he couldn't, I couldn't do the first date that we'd arranged. I I had to postpone because it was Rosa's, um, confirmation. So we arranged for last night and I thought, yeah, it's perfect. 8 PM my time that gives me an hour between the end of my radio show. And, you know, I can get everything sorted. And then literally, uh, the radio show started and then I, I played some music and I, I, I popped into Google. What's the time in, in Oslo? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no! And I thought I thought there were two hours. No, it's one hour. It's just one hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had to, while I was desperately trying to figure out what music I was playing next, email Andre, 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 and and say I'm really I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna, I will be there, but I'll be a half hour late. I'm so sorry. And then I so I hung up the the radio show, plugged in Zoom, jumped straight on. The, it was a. It, I mean, it was a nice talk, and it was very friendly, and uh, some lovely people there. But it was, uh, yeah, it was catastrophe.
0: Norwegian camera clubs. Mm.
1: Blimey, Kev, your your net is growing ever wider. I got another wedding in Norway. Oh, it's interesting because we was talking to to the people there, and they were saying that you know they don't really have the documentary approach. Really, is no, not a thing there. No. Um, so I got a, yeah, I got a second wedding in Norway on the so? first weekend in October. I'm doing one in Norway. Are you? Yeah. When? <laughs>
0: First week in October, I thought.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. You well, just, I, got, I got the deposit.
0: <laughs> you just nicked my wedding. This is mm. a funny way to find out about it. <laughs> no. Actually. No, it can't be the same person. <laughs> no, I'm going in August for my for the wedding in Norway. Which is bizarre. On the E6, which is the main road up towards uh, Lilliammer, and uh, a few other places i i think i saw the church that i'm gonna be, <laughs> i'm gonna be working in which was really which was really strange it was like there's the church for the wedding <laughs> um mm. it might not be but it looked suspiciously like the one from the picture i probably should check that tommy if you're listening at the moment don't worry i do have the address of your wedding <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah going to lillehammer which is where they do all those um amazing ski jumps kev
1: yeah yeah it's lily hammer yeah
0: gotta be mad haven't you to do that oh dear
1: um i don't know where mine is there's only there's only six people going what's on the mountain somewhere yeah six
0: people going to a wedding in norway
1: i think it's six yeah you're the seven more they're norwegian it's a small wedding put it that way and Mm -hmm. it's in a really beautiful place on a mountain lovely beautiful Sounds I think everything's impressive. beautiful in Norway, though, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, it is, actually. I like Norway. I'm a bit of a Norway fan. Right, questions. Shall we get to your questions? Uh, you going to go first or, or me?
1: You go first, because we had a, quite a few through the normal channels, haven't we? Yeah.
0: yeah. We've got, actually, we've got a, a bump to the front one, which we, we should do, shouldn't we?
1: Yes, of course.
0: A- Andy Estonia, who says, yaddery, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. <laughs> Um, I'm archiving all my wedding images from 2004 to 2011, opening all raw files, exporting them as JPEGs and squishing them down with JPEG Mini. A repetitive and monotonous task, which I find strangely satisfying. So my question is, are there any boring, repetitive, non-urgent jobs that you guys like to do? There's two
1: questions. That's his first so boring, repetitive jobs. Don't say. Uh, don't
0: say recording this with you. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty well. I I hate doing like my finances and all that oh, kind I of stuff. So I, I actually yeah. I do them every day. Um, oh. Yeah, first thing I do when I come in is I go through my. Both my personal finances and my business finances. Business finances, not a lot changes day on day. Right. Um, personal finances, somewhat different. Thank you very much. Wiltshire council, horses, petrol prices, food prices. Don't start mo-
0: moaning about your horses, Kev. <laughs>
1: First one. <laughs> oh, problem. I can tell you I, I tell you, I've got a long no story about that.
0: Oh how is um, how is Star? Right? Oh, you're right. You don't yeah, have to worry so fine. much.
1: There's less McDonald's in the world now for you to go to. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> um yeah, expensive but fine. Mm. The um, yeah, so I do that first thing, and I just go through it. And and you know, I I think we talked about this before, but um, you know, I'm a big believer in doing doing the least the things I'm least interested in first.
0: It's a very solid way of of doing stuff in the day, isn't it? You start with the stuff you least like to do, and yeah. by the end of the day, you're rocking and rolling with the stuff you love.
1: Exactly that. So I do my finances first, then I go through my key emails. Mm. Uh, answer anything that needs urgent attention. Um, And then I actually schedule on a kind of, I mean, it's, it's loose, but I usually have a plan for the day in terms of today. I'll be doing Kevin Mullins photography marketing tomorrow. I'll be thinking about making a YouTube film, (laughs) thinking in very big letters. When
0: was the last time you did a YouTube
1: film? (laughs) The uh, the next day might be (laughs) F16, that kind of stuff. But usually it doesn't, doesn't flow like that, but, but the, the the finances and stuff like that, I hate that like just business maintenance, that kind of stuff um, is repetitive and boring um, but I do that. Are you good at working to? um I think
0: you are actually at working to deadlines.
1: E- I'd say I was. I, yeah, I, I think, think I probably, probably am good at working yeah. to deadlines. Yeah. I, I, I very much used to be one of those people that would be, you know, if you needed to, if something boring needed doing, I'd go and yeah. clean the oven or something, you know, anything, anything other than doing what I need to do. There's a name but. for that,
0: isn't there? There's an. Uh, it's not procrastination. It's um, what's. When you go and find something else that you want to, constantly sort of levelling. Oh, yeah. there is a, it's an actual condition, actual condition.
1: Oh, are you telling me I've got an illness as no. well as uh, increasing council tax? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs>
0: oh, it's all bad uh. news today. <laughs> uh, question two. Have you ever had to resort to the table plan, the guest book, or invitation to remind you of the couple's names at a wedding? You know who this is from. I, I did say Andy Stony, but of course yeah. uh, we we know him as Howling. <coughs> so. oh. oh, sorry, I've just set the dog off. No, uh, Barney, don't worry. That was a sound effect. <laughs> he sat behind me. Sorry, darling. Have you had to resort to the table plan, the guest book, or the invitation to remind you? Well, never the invitation. I don't think I've ever received a. Very rarely, I've I've seen a, an actual wedding invitation. Guest book, no table plan
1: no nah. no i i always check my note my email like just before i go into the wedding to double check i nearly always know the bride off by heart because yeah. it's usually who i've been speaking to and the groom sometimes i have no idea until the morning and then i think well I better just double check so i know yeah. how to headset how to and then i i rarely actually speak to them by their name so them, on then? one occasion i totally got um both both their names totally wrong but you have like oh. totally wrong just once uh, I don't know let's just say they were called Mary and Mark and, and I referred to them as Bob and Barbara Jack and Jill Jack and Jill <laughs> yeah. oh dear didn't go down very well no I'm sure it didn't um, but yeah no I think yeah generally you've been in the loop the week or so before the wedding you, you're you kind of in the loop with names and stuff aren't you yeah
0: um, a question from Facebook Kev
1: OK, so uh, as is tradition, I'll start with the bottom, uh, the latest one, which came in one day ago. Uh, and then we'll, we'll do two, actually, because one is more of a humorous thing. Jeremy Henderson says, what tattoos for a YouTube channel? Uh, he's thinking about having Kevin and Neil on his knuckles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you won't fit, will you? Uh, Kate, hey, oh, you would, actually, yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Count your fingers here. Yeah, perfect. Which one goes on which hand? Left or yeah, right? Yeah, you're for right. Kevin, they or, do both yeah, fit, don't they? Kevin Neil. Yeah. Well, there's no room for the hand. You could have that. No. On your, you could have that on your chest.
1: <laughs> yeah, or your forehead. <laughs> yes. You say forehead or forehead? I don't no, know it's wrong. It's forehead. forehead.
0: So yeah, um, yeah, uh, that's a nice, <laughs> nice idea. Uh,
1: Paul Waring uh, says, "Are either of you a member of the many professional institutions that are around?" Mm. There's the classic ones like the Societies of Wedding Photographers or the SWPP. Yeah. Yep as well as groups like This Is Reportage or Masters of Wedding Photography, to name a tiny amount. Yeah. Uh, are either you currently members of anything like this or have been in the past or even thought about creating some sort of club? Uh, the ones I mentioned are specifically wedding-related, as that's what I know, but I'm sure other genres exist too.
0: It was, it was that famous comic that said, I would never join a club that would have me as a member? Was
1: it Groucho? Uh, Marx. Uh, yeah, Groucho Marx, yeah.
0: wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, well, we've both been members. I don't think you are, and I'm I'm not a member of the SWPP anymore. And that's not because I don't respect them as an organisation or what they do and so on and so forth. But I just I just don't feel it fits with my requirements and I and and what I need is a professional right now. I like the idea they do their big events. Don't think they've done them for a have they done them for a while?
1: <laughs> it's this week? Was it this week? Oh, there we go. It's this week now. So the SWPP (laughs) convention is...
0: Doesn't that underline my uh, my knowledge (laughs) of it? Friday, Saturday, (laughs) Sunday. Yeah. There'll
1: be a whole load of people listening to this on Monday, which is today in your world, and they'll be going, oh, I hope it's on because I'm going on Friday. Are you speaking at it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not.
0: Um, Well, we've both spoken. I think you've done far more uh, speaking engagements of that than I, but um, it's a fantastic... I really, really enjoyed it. It was a really good um three or four days i used to spend doing that but i don't belong to it anymore i don't think it brings me benefit
1: no I, i'm not a member of it either for, for different reasons but yeah there it was very good i was good when i was in it i got a lot out of it and i'm sure it's still very good and yep. the convention i'm sure it's still very good too great great social event yeah i'm not a member of those various other things this is reputage all that kind of stuff right. um why i well uh, i'll be pretty blunt um yeah, I, I just don't see the point in giving other wedding photographers my money effectively um, for little in return, apart from the ability to enter a competition that you have to pay for and get a badge to stick on your website. Now, uh, uh, that that is brutal. Um, there are. I'm sure other elements of all of these organizations where you get value for money. I know, for example, Nine Dots, um, which I'm also not a member of, but I know that they, you know, they look after their members. They have um event during COVID. They really kind of stepped up to the mark and, and help people out and got contracts done by lawyers and various other things. So um, uh, the Fearless I think is run by Hugh, Nuglian, something Martin. like that. Hugh Nuglian. Right. Um, who I've never met. I'm not a member of Fearless. It's a bit like um, your your drink, <laughs> drinks reception, that's run by drinks reception. <laughs> hey, he is, oh, I had to say, I said that about eight times last night to a, a set of Norwegian people oh, who probably thought Hugh, what, what on earth is going on. So Hugh, I think, is very fearless. Phil- Philanthropotical, political. <laughs> for that He gives money away, um, so he gives uh, quite a lot of his profits to, I think, water age. So, so yeah, that kind of stuff, I, I'm fully on board with. I'm yeah. not, um, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I just don't see the point in giving money to um, societies, um, c- companies, just for them to then say, right, enter the competition. It's going to cost you five pounds an image, and you get a badge. And, and, and frankly, that's because my business is doing well enough without those badges. Yeah. You know, and what, did, are the ba- what do the badges get you? If 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 people book you because you've got a badge and not because of your pictures, then probably, probably the client isn't isn't really doing their research, right? Yeah,
0: I I don't know clients that would do that.
1: Oh, I, I've certainly not met any. Anymore. No, but I know photographers who think that's the case. Mm. That's the thing, you know. I, I've got um, you, you know, I've got all of these badges on my website, and and yeah. that will, I mean, it will help, of course. I'm not saying that's a negative thing, but. You know, I mean, some photographers spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds a month just to, to try and get these awards, and and that's you know you're creeping into the uh, into what's the important element? Is it the ego award, or is it business? Yeah, the award-winning thing. Uh, at one stage, it was
0: it I, it seemed to me to be more important than it is now. People aren't driven by that anymore. I, th- I think clients are more photo literate than they ever were, and so they they know what they like and they're. They're, they're not swayed by the fact you've got
1: a badge or an award. Like they, I think they were at some stage. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, I never, I, you know, I think I, I say award winning on my website and stuff, but I don't have any stickers or badges or anything like that. And, you know, even even when I was winning those awards with SWPP and various other things, my business was doing all right.
0: Yeah. the 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 awards thing, though, is a whole new, other topic, probably there are some mental benefits, aren't there? Kev, to being recognised by your peers, and of course, there's the the process and an important one at that, at, at, at having to improve your work to to take part, which might might not come with a badge, but you get the chance to sort of benchmark yourself, your work against, against others and with others, and and that, hasn't that got value too? Maybe not business value, but um, but emotional empowerment.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is it only about the money then? every every good business person should look at any outgoing as uh, you know an investment yeah. business outgoing should be an investment of some kind. yeah. So whether that's uh, marketing uh, or advertising or branding or whatever if you know if you want to spend 150 pounds a month on a uh, membership to a society and you get at least that value back, and, and that's a, that's something you can uh, you, you can tangi- tangibly ascertain. Mm. So whether that is just simply you you think that actually I get legal help um, and that's worth 150 pounds a month to me. I can tell you now it's not worth 150 pounds, but if, if you think it is, then fine. Um, or you think that uh, I, if I win an award, I will get more than 150 pounds a month in terms of bookings from that. Um, then that's fine. You know, you uh, you've got to you've got to account for that. Um, otherwise, it's pointless, isn't it? And it's the same for any grant Now, I'm not saying I'm a saint. I've got get loads of stuff that goes out of my bank account. That's pointless. Say. Hang on a minute. Um, let's start to look at your direct debits, Mullins. Mostly <laughs> horse insurance and stuff like that. Um, but but that's that's you know that's 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 really what I would advise you yeah. to do. Think about what the rewards will be, um, whilst at the same time thinking about the the rewards of the people who run these these um in uh, these uh societies sometimes is it no
0: just belonging to somebody, that feeling of yeah, belonging that, that can be a good thing though because you can't it's difficult to put a bit of, of value on on that feeling of belonging I would feeling say, of being I w- in a club that you think oh I'm with people that I can share my time with that that have yeah. shared experience, that are interested in the same things, and probably want to talk about the same things that I want to talk about, and that has an inherent value as well, doesn't it?
1: Well, you have to put a cost on that. How much are you willing to spend on that? You know, and um, is that is that something that you know you think will give you, uh, uh, let's say, it's one hundred and fifty pounds worth of, uh, of of income back? Essentially, because it's all well and good spending money on fluffy things like companionship and everything, which is fine, but you can't just have like all of these things that go out that have no, they have to be. Tangib- tangibly, like I'm going to start spending my money on elocution lessons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it has to bring money back into the business. Now, this is different for your personal life, of course, because yeah. that—that's a you know you, you you buy things because you enjoy things. Um, but from a business point of view, at the end of the day, you've got to balance your books, and if you've got lots of outgoings for things that are not bringing the same amount or more back in, then uh, then it's your books aren't going to balance and. That's that's ultimately what you've got to do. So I know, I know you know the I, people that win these awards, yeah. if they, if they think it brings them in more business, um, then then that's that's their prerogative, and and that's their that's the way they would balance their books.
0: Kevin, I think you're secretly wanting to be a, an accountant.
1: I could quite happily <laughs> sit at my desk all day. I, I think I <laughs> could you? do that. Really? Yeah, I do sometimes. You know, when you've got to get up and go to the toilet, I do think, oh God, really i <laughs> effort.
0: i tell you what I bought the other day, Kev. Hang on. Let me see if I can grab it here. Um, I a commode. No. <laughs> so I don't have you to You sat move. on it now. No, that's it. I'm on me commode. Hold on a minute.
1: No, oh, it's not a commode. A commode's a dress, isn't it? No. I didn't mean that.
0: No, it's a kimono is a dress, Kev. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Get the right thing. This. Look at that. Okay. This is, Um, I saw this on Dragon's Den. RBR uh, leg flow. And um, I spent a long time at my desk and somebody had invented, um, it's essentially, it's 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 got lots of sort of protruding th- small things on it, all over it. And you put your feet on it and you rock them backwards and forward. And it was invented by a guy who'd got um, a DVT issue on a flight and it almost took his life. And he invented this thing and uh, it's now for use in offices on, and on aeroplanes. There we go, Kev. RBR apparently it halves the risk. Halves the risk. They did all the medical stuff. I think all the clinical trials, whatever it's called, in New Zealand um, halves the ri- or, or takes the risk down significantly of of um, of getting a DVT while you're sat at your desk or on a long haul flight or something like that. Yeah,
1: it's a real real thing, isn't it? I remember I had a a dalliance with a uh, um, a girl in school, like you know, when you're like a thirteen year old, and she actually died at the age of sixteen what? from DVT, no. flying to flying to Australia. Oh my word! Yeah, I got off the plane and, uh, and that was it. God, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a
0: very real thing. And um, I was, you know, you know how they say, I will not be investing in t- in you today. Four out of the five dragons said no, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, but um, I was, I bought the product, I saw it, thought oh, I'm buying that, as I was watching Dragons Den. Yeah. <laughs> There, there we go. go. Um, right, next question. Oh, did we? Uh, were there, was that a two-part of that one,
1: or was that it? Uh, no, that was it. Mm. Yeah, I just miserably Mullinsed it.
0: <laughs> you what, you miserably Mullinsed it. <laughs> You've been Mullinsed. There's a new T-shirt in that. Uh, Janice K. Um, hello, Neil. Hello, Kevin. I upgraded to an XT4 camera as I was interested. In learning how to shoot video e.g short travel films vlogs personal family home videos perhaps even a short promo uh, video for brands or documentary style family photography uh, are there any basic camera settings you would recommend for a beginner to start with is there a free video editing software you would recommend to get started thanks in advance keep up the great work uh, from janice k thank you janice so basic camera settings well um from the get-go 24, 25 frames a second to get that. Uh, well, we're looking for a smooth look here. Shutter speed, 148th if you're at um, 24 frames a second. 50th if you're at 25 frames a second. Base, basically double your frame rate. So start there, and Kev, we'll will start with that more cinematic look for starters, won't we? Yeah,
1: you want cinematic Yeah, cinematic look look. It. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I would say for filming, definitely, there's no such thing as kind of uh, a a default really in that um well no there is but you 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 want to have you want to understand I suppose what i mean is there's no uh, there's no kind of switch on and just let the camera deal with it kind of setting no. you need to understand the difference between frames per second and shutter speed and all that kind of stuff, Um, which is very simple to understand. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I would, if if you're using the X-T4, there's a lot of stuff in there, such as the um, shooting F-log, the compression ratios, all of those. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just understand the the frames per second shutter speed because that's that's the thing that will give you that cinematic look or will give you the blocky look or it will give you the digital look. Um, buy
0: yourself a variable nd filter to go on your lens so that you're um you're not having to uh, advance your shutter speed too much so it all looks a bit digital
1: and free software there i think there's quite a lot of free software out there um i think you're if you're on a mac you have the uh whatever the apple video software is called that allows you to do basic editing windows is the same iMovie iMovie uh, Windows has M- Windows Movie Maker, which is a similar thing. Um, although it was taken away from Windows 11, but they're bringing it back. Um, and but there are also you can get things like Premiere Rush, Premiere Pro Rush. I'm not sure if that's free, but it's like a cut down version of Premiere Pro, which will be cheaper. Um, and there are uh, yeah, there's low. There will be um, like open source yeah. video editors if that's if if you want truly free but good. Bang into Google open-source video editing software, um, and that that's that will be a, a good place to start.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Janice. Uh, from Facebook then, Kev. We're motoring through these today.
1: Okay. That, uh, John, sorry, I'm deciding which one to, to, to do. Both of them are really long, and I thought uh, I'll just cook.
0: All jump. the time in the world, Kev, because we've got no guests today. Um, because, oh, yeah, so, that's true. All the time in the world. Go for it, Kev.
1: All right. John Walton says <laughs> Hang on a minute.
0: It's not a long question. You're just
1: gonna do it at half speed. <laughs> <laughs> says, hey blokes. Hey, I wonder where hey, he's from. <laughs> what? Hey blokes. hey blokes i wish to start off by thanking you for giving me something to listen to whilst i was stuck working at home during the height of the rona i love it i love how it's been um the rona the, uh, the rona. rona yeah I, everybody calls it that now do they the rona yeah i got i got myself a dose of the rona didn't i bloody awful thing i had to stay home we don't call it Watch the road of youtube the rona around around here the, the rona. rona
0: has practically disappeared from the news at the moment for obvious reasons Disasters, horrible things going on in the world. I, I sp- spotted the other day a whole news bulletin. I think it was the News at 10. Not one mention of the Rona. But it still exists, as you know by your letter from the council today.
1: It does, indeed. Mm. It's still here yeah. oh, Rona. Mm. Um, anyway, my, uh, John goes on to say, This group and the podcast has motivated me to invest further in my passion and enrol in my first workshop. Oh. Um, and he says, thanks to Mike Wotton for pointing me in the direction with uh, Peter Colson. So, Peter Colson is who the workshop is with. Uh, my question may be answered a tad That's, late, but it, still feel it should be asked regardless. Do right. you have any tips, advice, insights, or just great stories about workshop experiences and the way for an average punter to get the most out of it? I'm an extrovert, but still I'm incredibly nervous about attending and being trained alongside professionals. My own inferiority complex is running out. Regards from Australia. See, I knew it he, when he just said, hey blokes, I knew it's from Australia. Ah, yeah. Instagram at evp.shoots.
0: Um, there's one thing about workshops and attending them, and it's interesting, the, the fact that you said extrovert. Sometimes when you go to workshops, there's one person that pretty much grabs the attention entirely for the entire workshop, has something to say about everything, argues with a person who's who's uh, you know, supposedly the expert who's taking the, the workshop or leading the workshop, somebody that takes over, somebody that doesn't know quite when to be quiet um and and i I think sometimes that person isn't always aware they're doing it either
1: yeah you you're quite right there is often um people like that um how do you deal with that because you do so many
0: more, more workshops than me kev you are you are the you are the badge wearer on this one. How do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, it does happen, and and I tend to shut it down pretty early. I can identify it pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, and you know I'm very good at kind of uh, pushing things away, and you know, and, and then kind of saying, look, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll sit with me at lunchtime, and we'll we'll you know we'll yeah. kind of deal with some stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, and uh, I also have a red list on my website. So if their name comes up again, it automatically says it's booked, fully booked. <laughs>
0: No, you're joking. Yeah, I'm joking a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I believed you for a moment. I thought, well, wow, <laughs> he's technical lad. He's probably got the ability.
1: <laughs> so the the one thing I would say, right. So I I'd not heard of uh, John Coulson, right? Uh, Peter Coulson, sorry. And I've just looked at his website. John,
0: John's his brother.
1: Uh, John's his brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he does a cookery, and,
0: He does a cookery course.
1: <laughs> and. Uh, Incredible images, very, uh, female orientated. So I'll say that before you, um, before you uh, think Helmet Newton in his, uh, um, in his prime. Right. Um, so uh, not work-friendly website, put it that way. Uh, however, Lighting and everything is is wonderful. So this, it looks to me like this is a uh, studio-based workshop, which I would say the thing to be aware of is, and I'm, I'm absolutely sure Peter probably has this all under control, but I have seen workshops. I'm not actually been on them but i've seen them at swpp in fact where it's a bit of a a bun fight for to take the pictures so the photographer will set everything up and you know tell you about the lighting and everything and then you get like five minutes and but there's 10 photographers all clicking away the model doesn't know where to look all of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so um just make sure that you get allocated your your right amount of time and and various things like that but yeah go into it i always think whenever i go on workshops um the as long as I come away with one thing that I think, well, that actually was worthwhile. It only has to be one thing, whether it might even be a one liner thing they say, rather than, you know, something that's like, I don't know, could be like, did you know this tool in Lightroom existed? Yeah, And I'd be like, whoa, no, I didn't. And that will actually save me a load of time.
0: If it changes your life, Marlins, you want to be there.
1: If it changes my life. Yes, absolutely. Then I will be there and I will invest in it (laughs) because I will get reward. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. So don't, you know, don't over expect, I suppose is what I'm saying. Go there thinking, uh, you know, I want to come away with this with one or two things that I will, I can take away. And the next thing you have to do, and this is really important is implement it straight away um whether that's just and by that I mean you know whether that's just take notes and look at those notes every day or every couple of days until you actually get to do your shoot or whatever don't you know take it all in on the day and then think well that was great and then you know 6 months later you're doing your first shoot and you think now yeah, what did he say about the lighting ratios? there was some, there
0: was something uh, i read um and i'm going to get the the number wildly wrong but it had a 9 in front of it and it was a two digit digit number 90% of people don't actually put into practice what they learn at workshops, speeches, talks, training courses, so on and so forth.
1: Uh, you know what? I think that's just true. General life. I think 90% of pe- uh, people only take on board 90% of what they hear generally in life.
0: 90%? What? Take on board A, 10%, 90%? 10%. 10%. Percent. 90%, yeah. 90% yeah. they don't.
1: Yeah. They only people, you know, we're all guilty of it. We just hear what we want to hear and then we do that. You know, we do the rest the things we like. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I can absolutely think that's true of workshops, but also it's true of, you know, everything, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, enjoy your workshop. I mean, they are fun to go to. I haven't been to a workshop for, for, um, for a long time, Kev. Um, and I think it is a good way to, you know, you, you need to constantly in, invest in, in yourself and what you're doing, as long as you choose the right things that you want to learn. I think, actually, as you go through the industry, at some stage you start doing more one-to-ones, don't you? You go and invest in something which, which is specifically built, you know, bespokely built for you and what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, yeah. don't, you don't start off that way necessarily. But, um, but good, no. in, in joy. Uh, i thought that was the long question kev
1: oh uh, that was one of the long questions. The, the, the one above it is even longer is it from darren darren goldstein
0: dig in yeah. dig in um where do you want to go do you want to go to tennessee or where's jonathan crilly from i don't know slow 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 <laughs> do you want know slough or tennessee
1: uh <laughs> let's go to slow
0: <laughs> jonathan's gonna be i don't live in slough what are you talking about Hi, Neil. Hi, Kev. Hope you're both well. Thanks to Kevin for the Street Photography Workshop in Edinburgh. Yes.
1: Oh, Jonathan Crudy lives in Scotland.
0: He's Scottish. He's not Slouish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do I recognise yeah, the name. <laughs> Slouish. Um, back in December.
0: Yeah, it was, um, yeah it, was, it was good to get that one away, wasn't it? Because that was about the time we were all worrying uh, about the Rona stopping everything again
1: we did didn't we? in the end when the, the another variant came and then i did finally get them up and running and then a bloody storm came in from the atlantic and blew that one off course i had to cancel that one as well <laughs> oh they know they know when you're planning it's
0: your fault yeah. whenever you plan a street photography workshop we get a storm that has a name given to it <laughs> given your demand for the questions i thought i might contribute <laughs> what are your opinions on computational photography hang mm. on this sounds clever We're seeing more cameras that are using computational photography to support autofocus. Olympus has dedicated modes for planes and trains and automobiles and cats and dogs. Uh, Is there enough space on the dial? Soon we will likely have cameras using similar computational photography as we see in mobile phones. So artificial... uh, Here here we go. Get the bokeh chicken out here. Artificial... Yep. And um, uh, yeah, do you think the increased automation will take away the essence of photography, or will it improve it by allowing the photographer to focus on the framing and the composition? We had a very similar question, I think, last week or maybe the week before. Um, mm. it, it, but but um, what, what well,
1: you- I think I think that stuff will come to entry level cameras. I don't think it will make its way into um, pro- well professional style cameras. Yeah. Because the you know the the engineering teams and everything are, are working at making cameras, not are Not software engineers, but I, you know I do think maybe entry level point and shoot type cameras might end up with that kind of technology. I mean the 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 AI bouquet. Barney's, is, uh, going,
0: Barney's going mad at the back here. He
1: keeps hearing, hearing chickens. Is all, oh yeah, <laughs> bless him. Is, uh, is is it's awful in phones. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care whether you've got the latest. Six hundred thousand pounds Apple iPhone with gold-plated stuff on it. You can tell that it's digitally manipulated. You can. Now I'm not saying that that's not a good picture, and I'm not saying that it's phenomenal that phones can create these images. But uh, to a trained eye, you can see digitally created. Well, pictures.
0: it's a bit like Zoom, isn't it? When you when when people sort of uh, add the uh, fate uh, not the the fuzzed out bit in the background, and, and it looks awful. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly, and uh, you yeah, know, I'm sure over time that probably will get better. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, I, it's not a concern for me. To be totally honest with you, um, not that it should be a concern, really, but it's not. It's not something that I I expect to be in my my thought process. If I don't have was, much space in my brain for new worries. If so, there, if
0: there was a bokeh button, would you use it?
1: <laughs> a, bokeh <button. laughs>
0: a bokeh button.
1: A bokeh button. A bokeh uh, button. Do you know?
0: In all the years, I still don't know how to pronounce this word okay <laughs> would 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 you have a bokeh button though on if
1: you would you use your bokeh button no uh if i was if, if somebody was willing to pay me to use a bokeh button i would use
0: it <laughs> you'd, you'd use it but you don't <laughs> think they'll uh, i do think that increased automation will come it's 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 bound to isn't it why wouldn't yeah. you put you've always said why would you not put video in a camera because the the next the next brand will have video in the camera, and people will say, "Well, if you're not going to put video in that camera, I'll go to that brand and I'll use that one." So when they start putting increased automation and bokeh buttons and whatever in cameras, of course, everybody's going to get on that same that same bandwagon,
1: well, aren't they? Surely. Yeah, but if you if you think back to the conversations we've had we've had with Andreas about this, you know, his his and, and Andreas of course used to work for Sony as well, so yeah, yes, you know, he he's yeah, he's yeah. an industry stalwart. Yeah. Uh, you know his take on it is that you know camera they own, you know the the teams that build the cameras for these companies are camera makers. They are not software engineers in that respect. Yeah. Um. So they will not have the R and D budgets and everything that like Apple have and Huawei and whoever else makes phones these days. Yeah. You, you know you you often buy a a phone because. In fact, whenever you see a mobile phone advert now on the telly, they never, ever talk about the phone. It's always about the photo and video capabilities. That's all you will ever see in an advert for a mobile phone. I guarantee you. Look out for the next one, uh, and and that's because that's their selling point. That's but their primary the ex- selling point. It's the
0: experience of uh, that's it's experience of using a product these days, isn't
1: it? Yeah, but the only thing they can really sell you, uh, and uh, you know, visually is is you know nobody you never see a, a, a mobile phone advert where they say, "Yes, our um, the decibels in our um, our headset is now thirty four. It mm. used to be thirty two. So you will get a crisp." Per louder audio experience when you're chatting to your grandmother, that means nobody cares, and and that hasn't changed in decades and decades. So what they're doing is, you know, they're selling us based on the the things that they're investing in, which is the. the artificial intelligence the camera elements of things which is quite right because that's what they're they're meant to be doing but for camera makers that's not it i don't think so anyway but yeah I, i mean i totally agree with you that we will see that kind of drift in but i really don't think personally and i'm i may well be right off the mark but personally i don't i don't see there being a massive investment in that for the higher end cameras because if you're uh if you're being paid to you know let's just say shoot a wedding or shoot a commercial shoot it's just not going to happen, is it? You're not going to use it, I don't think. Mm. No. Would you send you a text? Well,
0: I think the march of technology is, is such that things that we say probably won't happen will happen because inevitably people want to buy it. Yep. And and, yep, and the, maybe, the the pros- but- the prosumer, the consumer, and the professional camera are very much getting so much closer and closer that there one day might not be. There might not be such um, definition in the choice between the two.
1: Yeah, maybe you're right. We'll see.
0: I mean, if you look at Fujifilm's range, wow! I mean, m- most of these cameras you'd very happily use uh, out on your out on a commercial shoot, wouldn't you? Really,
1: there aren't many that I think you couldn't use. Well, no, if yeah, I think there were a few like the entry level ones that you yeah. wouldn't use. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, point taking. You're right. Probably about the march technology. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Th- I. I honestly. Yeah. I mean, we probably will get there, but I don't think yeah. it's a a thing on the agenda right now. No. Jonathan
0: Crilly in Slough,
1: in Edinburgh. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: Thank you. They're very
1: more much likely to it. invest in global sensors. Oh um, yes. Yeah. They're yeah. more likely to invest in technology that allows you to shoot up. At- uh, um, you know, higher ISO, cleaner images. Yeah. That is far more important to them, I think, at the moment. Right.
0: Should we do this uh, long, long question, Kev?
1: Yes, although I haven't read it yet. So bolt um, we'll yourself in. Darren Goldstein, yeah. who yes. we, of course, interviewed some months ago. Um, hey, Neil. Hey, Kevin. Oh, he Put in brackets. See what I did there? Gave Neil some much-needed top billing. Wink i'm used to it being the other way
0: around don't worry uh, i always whenever we we walk into a room kev makes me walk at least two paces behind him
1: <laughs> uh, Nils, stay, there. So hard stay, there. stay there
0: i'm walking in first you follow me all
1: right all right kev, go on <laughs> so it's just so hard up for questions these days Before i thought i'd throw you a bone <laughs> okay. i was shooting a scene on location yesterday of a couple walking towards a chain link fence all right The scene started with them about 10 to 15 meters away, and they were walking towards my lens, which was on the opposite side of the fence. So he was shooting through the fence. Right. I would use my X-T4 and 50 to 140 millimeter focus set to continuous and custom AF set to multi-purpose. I had an extremely difficult time keeping the couple in focus while they were approaching said fence. Even when they got to the fence, I couldn't quite lock in focus as it kept snapping to the chain links. Yes. Even when we ran through the scene a few times, I wasn't able to lock focus with a number of methods. I tried changing my custom AF settings using different sized AF zone and even tried manual focus, which was a disaster for someone like me who is so out of practice shooting manual focus. Mm. Not to mention it was about minus 15 degrees centigrade Celsius. Uh, centigrade Celsius. so my hands weren't quite working the way they normally would so my question uh, is uh, my question is what focus method or af settings would i have applied to best capture this scene sharply and avoid having my client think i had one too many pints at our lunch break (laughs) cheers the answer darren is it would have just stood up a bit shoot over the fence
0: yeah but if you're shooting through the fence for a reason is is there some sort of
1: (laughs) i'm joking yeah i uh i mean well uh, the one thing that wasn't an- that wasn't given in the question is the uh, focus point method. He mentioned that he went through different autofocus zones. Yeah. Uh, the answer to this, I think, is to use single point focus, not one of the zone focuses. Um, continuous focus is fine, but use single point and make the focus point small. So it's constantly looking through those little holes that the chain link fence is, is making Yeah, that, that will do it. You will with your auto, sorry, with your continuous focus options, you do have uh, various templates in the, in the X-T4. Um, I usually go for the one that has a picture of the lion on it um these days on the xt4 i used to go with the one with the skier on it but now i go for the one with the lion on it and and i think that one's the one that's marked as avoid avoid things if they come into the frame that are not the original thing that you were trying to focus on you want a lion you want a picture of a lion and you want the smallest focus point or not necessarily the smallest but small small enough to go through the little hole Mm,
0: yeah and i i would also bring along a portable heater minus 15 is unreasonable you can't be expected to work in that do a professional job surely
1: yeah sounds chilly doesn't it It does sound chilly
0: right do you want a question from amsterdam all about the x100 or would you like to give some wedding advice Uh, when i say wedding when i say wedding advice actually this is giving somebody some wedding advice (laughs) nothing to do with the photography
1: oh okay oh yeah i'm good at that (laughs) i've I've had three of them
0: Oh, you haven't had three? What are you talking about?
1: I have. I've had one to the first one, yeah. the mistake, yeah. and then two to the current one.
0: Kevin, I don't think you should refer to your first marriage as the
1: mistake. <laughs> well, that's the polite way of turning it. <laughs> I you? call it very many other things sometimes.
0: I'm sure you do. So, where were we? Did you want to give some wedding advice? We probably have yeah. some time. By the
1: way, questions. all these, we will get to all the other questions as well. So, if you oh, are yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in Amsterdam waiting for my X100 question, we will get to it. <laughs>
0: yeah, we will um this is from chico uh uh, lim limjap chico limjap i'd like to know where you're from um let's have a look at your email address no it's just a gmail one so i don't know um dear kev and neil uh question for the show i'm coming from a little town and this little town has wedding receptions that have a formula and the formula is registration welcome remarks blimey this sounds like a meeting kev welcome remarks entrance of entourage Entrance of bride and groom, dances, traditions such as cake cutting, champagne toasting, Thanksgiving prayer, dinner, videos, speeches, games, parents' message. Well, the parents' message is within the speeches, isn't it? Oh, you have more. S D E. What's SDE? S- what was the letters? S D E. Sierra Delta Echo. I don't well no. Well, maybe it's the Sierra Delta Echo. Couple thank yous, dancing. Phew. He says. My fiancé and I don't want this to be formulaic, and quite honestly, it really gives a reception a template feel. We want a break from the usual, but still have some sort of sequence. So um, I'd like to ask how wedding receptions go in the UK. What he's looking for here is something to tell the people that were, are, are, are requesting the formulaic approach and what we would say. I'm curious today. I'd love to hear about it from you guys. I'm sure both of you have seen and captured many different things on your side of the pond. We are planning for our wedding. And I'm very curious to, to know how it's done in other countries like the UK. So we want some ideas. Thank you very much. Chico from the Little Town.
1: Yeah, no, is Chico is, is he's the Little Town next to the Big Town, isn't he? He is. Do you remember?
0: Yeah, I do remember.
1: Chico. <laughs> uh, so he lives in the Little Town next to Chicago, I think, was the Big Town. So it's America, yes. Yeah, it was in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, as, my- as
0: I read through the, uh, the formula, as you've called it, then, yeah, Thanksgiving prayer... And the speeches and then the parents, ma- yeah, all those sort of, yeah. I
1: wonder what I still don't know what SDE is. No, no idea. Yeah, SDE, SDE wedding side. What is SDE in wedding? A same day edit. Oh, Bloody hell! Yeah. A same day edit is a film or photos created on the day of your wedding by your trusted suppliers. It usually lasts for about four to six minutes and includes the highlights of the mm. wedding or event. It serves as the conclusion of the events, that is why it's usually played at the end of the right, reception right, programme.
0: Right, I've done two of those in my life.
1: Oh, I can't think of many things worse.
0: One one of them was for, um, well, we have a football, big football manager over here, um, who, of course, uh, suffered a, a, a heart attack on the uh, Sky News, um, or the Sky Sports uh, Studio, didn't he? Glenn Hoddle. Um, mm. And it was his daughter's wedding, uh, and he wanted a same-day, or she wanted a same-day edit. We did it. Um, but I tell you what, it was stressful. Name drop a little bit in there, but I know a, a lot of people in other countries have no idea about our football industry, but um, it was, yeah, it was stressful, stressful. They wanted it. They wanted to send it out to the world, so they did. Yeah, no,
1: that seems, seems terrifying. Mm,
0: mm. I, I had, to, well, Natalie, who, who you know, who works with me, she was, she was editing pictures. I was dropping cards into her. She was editing pictures as we went along. Then I had to make a photo film up between 11 o'clock and 12.30 and also still keep photographing the the dancing now and then.
1: Insanity. (laughs) Pure insanity. I don't want to do that again.
0: But, but, so yeah, so it is. I mean that that's your formula. I think there are different formulas in different parts of the world. I mean, you just have to take control and say we don't want to do that. We want to, you know, yeah. H- hence five five or six people, whatever that number was, being on on a mountain top in Norway, because yeah. You, yeah. I, you can be you can be absolutely sure that's not the regular formula for for weddings in Norway. No,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to you've just got to take control of it. I know. I would imagine it's quite difficult in some cases because of parents and pressure and. various other things but ultimately you know it is your wedding yeah it is your day um and it only comes around once or twice or three times in my case um (laughs) so yeah it's you've got to do it in your own way that does sound i mean that whole just reading out that list listening to that list it makes me feel sorry really for the photographers Um, you know, rather than, or as well as the, this is the reason, room and the guests. This
0: is the reason though, you chose to shoot weddings in the way that you do. Because you didn't want to attend weddings that were that that had the concept that it was going to be formulaic from the outset.
1: Yeah, but but you know, let's be let's be honest. That most weddings in the UK are formulaic, but the formula is less dramatic than that. Let's say, yeah, less uh, so they do still usually have a first kiss, ring exchange, walk down the aisle, you know, cut the cake, dance, um, all of that stuff. Generally, is that's basically the formula of an, a British wedding, isn't it? And yes, of course, you then have all of the, you know, the, the the kind of portraits and group shots and stuff, which is the bit that I, I step away from. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I remember watching Joe Boosink's video uh, he did. He released a video about uh, behind the scenes of him shooting a wedding. Yeah, now, Joe Boosink yeah, is, yeah. Uh, you know, is a wonderful, wonderful photographer, oh, documentary photographer. And a wonderful primarily. human
0: being as well. Uh, it, yeah, the
1: video yeah. was mostly about him managing these situations, telling oh. dad where to stand. Oh um telling you know the first look and where that was going to be so there was a planning meeting in the morning about where the first look would be all of these things that i just thought wow i just couldn't i wouldn't i'd rather be a a dustbin man on strike
0: (laughs) you do choose the strangest things to compare What you'd rather do in life with.
1: Um, But no, listen, I'm not saying that it's wrong because every culture has its own different ways. I mean, Indian weddings, Indian weddings over here are are, are nothing compared to Indian weddings in India. And they have their own, um, uh, you know, cultural elements for for very good reasons. Yes. But ultimately, Chico, you live in the small town next to the big town. Time to stand up and make the big decisions. In the little town. In the little town. Uh, yep. chico invite us
0: where's our invite we'll, yes we'll change it for you a bit yeah we'll be there <laughs> right i think we've got time for one more question um so uh to make make this uh cho- choose wisely mullins choose wisely
1: okay uh oh this one um wade brown he sent two questions, but I'm only going to do one. I'm going to do the first one, and the second one we'll get to another will time. Will
0: you remember to do that, the second one?
1: Well, I will, because he wanted my little emoji con. All right, okay. So I, I, I'm looking for all of the, the questions without the little emoji con. Without, um, without Mini Mullins? Yeah, Mini Mullins. I wonder, oh, I terrified the entire family by dressing up as the Hulk last weekend. I saw that, actually, yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs>
0: <laughs> why did, uh, why uh, it sort of popped up in my feed, and I, I didn't investigate why you did that.
1: <laughs> I was hoping that there was an emoji con for the Hulk. But there isn't, um well, why did you dress uh, as the uh,
0: the hulk? was there a
1: reason? yeah, 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 I always dress up as the Hulk on a Saturday, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I said to the, the the family during the week. Right, Saturday, you know, the, all the news and everything's been negative. So I yeah. said, right, let's have a Disney night. We'll right. dress up. Right, we'll play Sound Delicious or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, which is quite fun. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing I sent to you for Christmas. Yes, I don't know if you yeah, 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 we quite have. Fun. We
0: played it in Norway.
1: And uh, the winner will get to pick their film off Disney Plus. Right, and uh, which puts Gemma into a spin of anxiety straight away because she can't stand anything that's animated. Um, so. I I said, right, we'll dress up, we'll play that and we'll watch the film. There'll be no no phones allowed in the room, all that no, kind of stuff. No so we came home where'd we been, we'd been somewhere. We came home about half five, something like that. And said, oh, I'm going to go and have a shower. So I went up and had a shower dressed, I, I was like Superman becoming Hulk. I, I, I had my shower. I covered myself head to toe in bright green paint. <laughs> I put <bought> a wig. <laughs> I had this inflatable green vest that, right. that um, Oh no, no. So it wasn't inflatable. It was, I was just wearing a tight t-shirt. Yeah. All right. That was it. Yeah. So I had all my muscles out. Um, and, uh, and I went downstairs to Gemma who was in the kitchen at the time, uh, doing something and she had her back to me. I went downstairs. She screamed her f-ing head off when I'm she sure saw she me.
0: Marlon's standing there going screamed her head
1: off. <laughs> Al- Albie who at the time was on his oculus in the living room. <laughs> so he came running into the kitchen without taking his oculus off because yeah. he was he thought what that he came to see what was going on with his mum. Yeah. He came hering into the kitchen. So those who have oculuses will know that if you come out of the game zone and you go into the out know, of the boundary it, it it becomes real life. So you can see through your goggles yes. in real life, yeah. but you can only see in black and white and it's a little bit green. It's like looking through an old Charlie Chaplin film, but right. in real life. So he came bounding into the kitchen in black and white with his goggles on and saw me turn around and look at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I must But he had no reference point in the fact that you
1: painted yourself green. Proper, proper, terrified himself. (laughs) But he did. He smashed his phone, all sorts of things. Rosa Rosa then came downstairs to see what was going on. She screamed the house down.
0: You only wanted to have a Disney night. You are uh, aware like, that the Hulk isn't very Disney.
1: And then uh, I was like, "Am I the only one that's bothered?" Then
0: <laughs> were you the only one in fancy dress? Yeah, but you then Rosa hilarious. and Albie did
1: go upstairs and try and make amends a little bit. Did they? Um, bless them. And we did watch a Disney film, what one and did we did you play. Same delicious. What did you watch? Um, uh, but it was humorous. I thought it was funny. Albie still having heart palpitations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. What was the question anyway?
1: Oh yeah. Uh good day, gents. Good night. Yeah. Definitely Australian. Yeah, another Australian. Uh, I I'm very much I'm very much an amateur photographer shooting for fun. Yeah. And uh and I wanted to get your thoughts if someone someone like myself would also be taking photos at a wedding you were working at. I have a friend's wedding coming up and I thought maybe I would bring my X one hundred V along to take Did, some snaps, we for had fun this practice one. memories, all of the above.
0: We had this one, Kev, last week, I'm sure, didn't we?
1: Uh, I don't know did he maybe you sent it in via email as well as on the Facebook group
0: oh maybe we
1: yeah. did have a similar one I remember yeah all right wait I'm not gonna answer that one I'll answer your second question Well, no, no
0: we can answer that um the the, uh, the the answer I think you gave was um don't get in the professional's way enjoy yeah. enjoy your day and, and know when to put the camera down
1: yeah that was it yeah. essentially that was it um right and so uh the second part then was um seeing as you're struggling for questions uh i'm not sure if it's the norm but a lot of the photos i tend to take uh i edit lean towards black and white rather than color yeah. is this because it's easier to make an average for we've done both of these questions yeah, last we, week
0: we, we did yeah
1: <laughs> how did that happen were you reading off the facebook group or- no
0: no i wasn't oh, maybe he I sent that he in as a as an email as well i don't know do you want me to do the quick one from? Uh, i can't edit that out because it's got that whole thing you did about the hulk and i want to leave that in
1: <laughs> yeah wade if it's wade it, listen yeah you're in australia so i can call you mate listen mate don't send emails and put them on the facebook group because yeah. it sends us into a right spin and we'll take all the your amber nectar wouldn't away. like me when i'm angry ne- no, that's
0: true. right go on let's have that one from amsterdam gonzalo mullin um oh mullin there's another one uh this Ooh. one's not a mullin's so. Hello, gents. First of all, love the podcast and the authentic interaction between you two. You make a great couple. Could I be, could I be your fourth wedding then, Kev? Uh, <laughs> quick, quick question. QQ, that is more of a curiosity, a wish regarding the X100V. Did you ever get a mechanical focus ring? I feel that's uh, the only thing to make this camera absolutely perfect for me. I'm not a fan of the focus by wire method.
1: I doubt it. No. Uh, I've got no real reason to think that other than, uh, the, well, uh, the reason why I said I doubt it is because the first lens that they built in the X100 lasted for 10 years in the, uh, or nine years, yeah. all the way through to the X100V before they changed the lens. So I suspect the one that's in the X100V now will be here for the next four or five generations of X100 cameras. So I doubt anything will change in that time. Thereafter, who knows? Who knows?
0: The other question he had, when using the camera with manual settings, aperture and shutter, but with auto ISO, I can't seem to lock the exposure. Is there a workaround for this, or am I the only one in the whole widest world with this issue?
1: So it depends on how you should be able to. So if you're shooting, um, he was in aperture priority, was that the question with the point?
0: Um, he's manual settings, aperture and shutter, but with auto ISO.
1: Everything's
0: well, auto ISO, right. but everything else is manual.
1: Okay, so your exposure, you're, you're locking the exposure manually for your shutter and aperture. because yep. you're, you're setting them up manually. They're not going to change. Auto ISO is the unknown variant at that point. So the camera will make its best guess yes. at trying to make the exposure correct. Yeah, you should be able to half depress the shutter. It will build the exposure. And that will lock in that exposure until you take the shot. Or you can use the exposure lock button on the back of the camera. That should do it. Should do it. If you... Okay, so the other thing that might be throwing a spanner in the works here is you have a option in your settings, in your button dial settings for the mechanism for locking both exposure and focus, in fact, and two options there. You have a press in. Mm. or switch Mm. if you have it on pressing it means you have to um uh, once you press it it's going to you've got to keep your finger on it basically to lock that exposure switch means it will switch out every time you press the button so that might be something worth investigating but yeah you should be able to half depress or use the AL button to lock that exposure and good luck and good luck and get an s on the end of your surname (laughs) much better
0: (laughs) Uh, well, yeah, maybe he's the original one. The the
1: S's came along later. There's maybe. only one of him. There's multiples of me. Ah,
0: <laughs> uh, well, pools uh, yes. of me. And that's it for um, for this week. Uh, we'll, we will be returning in a couple of weeks' time. We'll have a guest. Um, the book returns, and the mo- and the the most exciting thing is Kev Mullins is going to be. Oh, sorry, Barney. I've just woken Barney up with a knock again. Um, is that you're going to be here in the studio? What do you think of that, Barney? <laughs> Absolutely, really. Good. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to that.
0: He's looking, he's looking forward to it too. Uh, but you need to keep getting your, your question. We did well this week, Kev. We were firing through the the, the questions, um, but we we obviously still need you to drive the show with yours. So there are multiple ways you can do it. Kev does Facebook, don't you?
1: I do Facebook. Yes. So Wade this is especially for you facebook is separate <laughs> to email yeah don't, once or other
0: <laughs> you can't send them to both
1: um we're not uh, clever enough to deal with that
0: <laughs> clearly um or send them to click at fujicast.co.uk um the other methods of just getting it through is to go to the we can say this again now the bright, brand new shiny website kev Yes. Send it through the content. Brand
1: new shiny website. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple of things to point out. The brand new shiny website. Also, the patron. You get up to the front of your patron. Um, and the the other thing that I meant to mention or didn't mention was that we are now doing a monthly banner photo thing. Only in the Facebook group. Though, so sadly, yeah. for those of you that um, don't use Facebook, you'll have to uh, just not do it. Sticks choosing that one, isn't he? Stig is choosing it. Yeah, the Stig.
0: The the photographic Stig.
1: Correct. Um, Yes. Yeah. Good win this week. Good good one this in uh, February. Uh, It was a nice picture. Uh, Edward Ortiz. Eduardo Ortiz. Eduardo. Eduardo. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, so we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Keep sending those questions in, and well, uh, I'm rushing off the seat as I as I'm looking at it now. Kev, it'll be the red carpet is rolling out for you. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.